Okay, today's daf is daf nun gimel, and we begin with the next halacha, next mishnah. Vod klalacher amru. There's another klal because we say klal gadol in the beginning of the parak regarding shogging and mazid and 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 how things machalik for different chataot. So, <coughs> or when it would be machalik. So here we said as follows: Kol klal amru, kol hakasher lahatznia umatznia kamahu veotzil b'shav chayv al chatat. So here we're talking about the malach of otza, and it says anything that's kasher lahatznia. We don't know what that means yet. We'll leave that. Well, not explained. And people would even um, hide these things away, meaning they'd store these things. Then we say, someone carries out the Bichai of Chatat. So that would be the, that would be the prohibition of Hatzah. Anything that's So I don't know what that means yet. Again, but something that's not usually stored away. And, um, and again, whatever Kasher means. Then someone else takes it that wouldn't be chayev, except for hamatznia, right? Except for the person who would himself individually be makbid on that particular item. So I've left it very vague and not explained. So, but let's have a look at as follows. So, Chuna b'shem What's his kasher not kasher? He said the first avodazare tamit, meaning Rav Chaim says kosher eno kasher when it says eno kasher ko avodazare di isur hanah but tzrich laovda when it comes to avodazare since it's an isur hanah and you have to destroy it. That's not the thing that's not considered chashiv, and it's not chayvi unless uh, if you do hatzah with it. However, the next shita is Rabbi Yochanan says, no, what's kasher not kasher? Kasher refers to isra hanaa. Well, isn't avodazara isra hanaa? Yes, the answer is that, but it's coming to exclude isra avodazara. Why? Because I read you in the middle of the next Dibur Amadchil, time and the came and the achshav since the Torah considers is machshir avodazara, even a kol shehu of it. It says, You're not allowed to have anything in your possession from the spoils that is Avodazara. The Pasuk is saying, Therefore, Since Torah can see even a small amount of Avodazara being something, so too for Atzah as well, even a small amount can be Chayib for. So what's Kashir not Kashir and Rabbi Yochanan? Referring to something that's an Isra Nas. It's Isra Nas, you're not allowed to get a benefit from it. Therefore, if someone carries that, like Stam, someone carries such an Isra Nas, there wouldn't be Chayib. Harav Chisis isn't talking about that at all. We're talking about the Shurim Hitamrit, meaning Kasher, not Kasher, is talking about a certain quantity, meaning meaning what we're going to see through the next, the, 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 the end of this parak and the next parak as well, is that Chachamim give a shear a certain amount that one is high for carrying. Ah, so that's what he that's what um, Rav Chisa says. When it says kasher, not kasher, it says hainu damar kosher, inu kasher meaning something that's not worth even storing. People don't; it's too small to be worth storing. That's she'en bo davar, she'en bo ella davar muat, meaning she'en derach badam la'atznia davar mor kokach. Then pater If someone just takes that and ta- happens to find it in his pocket or something like that, he wouldn't be chayev, unless it's someone who is machshivit ella hamatznia. Okay. Now, some people actually have, what the Gemara now does, it says there's two different readings in a Mishnah. What do you mean, Chayv Chatat Chayv Koshahu? So if you look at our Mishnah, the Mishnah says, Od kol kasher b'shabat. We said, Chayv Alav Chatat, on that you're Chayv Chatat. So some read Chayv Chatat, and some read when it says, Kol kasher Latsniyam Matsniyam Kamohu, Vyotsiyo B'Shabat, we say, Chayv B'Koshahu. Meaning, even a kosher would be the shear. So we have to explain what that means soon. Let's have a look. Manda amar chayv chatat, misayil rav chista. The shita that says you chayv chatat, that 
fits like Rav Chista, because you can't say Kol Shuhu, because Rav Chista says Kashel it refers to a shear. So you have to read it. If you're taking that shear out, then you have a chatat. Have a mandamama kol shuhu, that seems to support the shit of Rebbe Lazar, Rebbe Yochanan, that kasher is not a term regarding a shear, but rather a term regarding the type of object. Is this a bodjik of Odazara, Isarana, etc. But as soon as you say kol shuhu, we run into a problem. So I read the Rav Chaim, this is an important Rav Chaim. It says, V'im tomar, if you want to read according to the shita that says it's a kol shuhu, one second, we're going to see in the next parak, it doesn't say a cultural, it gives a shear for every single thing, for food, etc., etc. So maybe, says Shema, maybe the ton of this mission is cholik on the ton of the next mission. That's one understanding. Inami, alternatively, it could be hatam bestam. There, it's bestam, meaning someone just simply carries out some, some food without any express intent for it. He is referring to an, another person is matznir, even a small, smaller amount for a particular purpose. The Kamash Malan, what the Mishnah therefore is telling you when it says Bakolchuhu, means the Khiya Gavna Afshar Adam Hamotsiam Chayev Alav, meaning, let's say I seem to possess one of these items, a small amount for express purpose, because it's an interest of me, and I store it away, even though it's small in the Shirim, that can impact somebody else who takes my item out. The machshavah shel zeh lechayevet hamotzi. That my machshavah can impact somebody else who takes my thing out. Vahachi eshkechan. We find this further later in Shimon ben Elazar. We find that later on. That in other words, if I'm a matznia, that can impact somebody else who might take my thing out. The sefer when it says kaval sheengno kasher, for example, those the sheet of Rabbi Elazar, Rabbi Yochanan means, for example, of Adazaro or Isra'ana'a. Then lo mahani machshava leshar kol adam. And it's that situation we say that my machshava can't impact somebody else. Okay, so that's how you have to understand if you're reading the Mishnah, but, but if you're not not chayiv chalav chatat, but kosher. You know, it, it, fine. Um, but I think when you learn Mishnah and stuff, you sort of you, well, you've probably learned it more like this, referring to kasher, referring to a shir, because then it flows quite nicely with a um the continuation, as we see now. What's a shear of stam tevin, straw, when you take it out? That's like the mouthful of a para, because generally people would even store that small amount to feed their uh, feed their cows. Atza. Atza seems to be like a straw from some sort of a kidney odd of some sort, pea stalks or something like that. We say that that's kamolo pigamal, which is a smaller shear. Uh, actually, let me double check that. It is sorry, a bigger shear, my mistake. Amir is kamolo pitle. So Amir here, Reb Chaim says, is, is it's kashin shel shibolet. So like the stalks, really, of, of sheaves. We say that was belepitle for a, a sheep. However, asavim, we're talking about grass and the like, that's a small, the shear, if someone take that out, what would, the, what would, what would be a general matznim kamol? That would be kamol pigdi. That's even smaller shear of that of a goat. Okay. Um, Yes, fine. Let's continue. Alei shumva alei betzalim. If you're talking about leaves of garlic and leaves of betzalim, if they're lachim, if they're moist, they're considered like foods. Therefore, it's a shear of food of a grogeret, like a dried fig. Ve'aviyavashim, if they're, if they're moist, then that would be the shear of feed to animals. Again, a small amount for a small kid. Ve'in mitztarfim zeh All these different shearim, because the shearim are not the same. Let's say you took a chatzis shear of one and a chatzis shear, and, and you're mashlim it with another. And neither of the shear of those individual things have different shirim. For example, teven and atza. It sounds like like it's not enough to be kamolopi para and you fill it up with be para with atza kamolopi gamal. That's what it sounds like. They're not mistarfzeim there. 
Okay, because they're not shavishiyoreihem. Meaning, when do when do things mitzarv to mashlim a common shear? When that shear is common. However, if they're different shiurim, you need a full shear of each of those different items. That's what it sounds like. Let's continue. Hamotzi ochlim krogogeret mitzarvim zemzev. All different manners of food since I have the same shear. As long as you get a krogeret worth, then mitzarv to mechayv someone achatat if they did by mistake or if they did deliberately, it's a capital offense. Mipnei shavishiyoreihem. Now. We say chutz, except for klipeim, galinehim, vuktseihim, vesubana mursan. Meaning when we're talking about the shear for gregaric, we have to exclude all the parts that are not edible. The shell, the pip, the thorns, the, uh, the bran, and the, and the other waste products. However, Rabbi Yochanan says that might be true, chutz mi klipei adashim, except for the klipim, the klipot, the, the shell that goes around adashim lentils, which is underneath the ones that are generally removed, Reb Chaim says, when it's threshed out. That is why, because those shells that go around the Adashim, the lentils, they're cooked along with it, so therefore you can include it with the shear. Fine. Now, Reb Yona, Reb Yosef, Lili B'Shem, Reb Yosef, Ben Chanene says, Chamur actually is mashlim lekal, how the enakal mashlim lechamur, meaning something that has a more chamur shear, so a smaller shear, can mashlim, can complete the shear of something that has a larger shear. Kal, however, not the other way around. For example, asavim, which we said has a shear of a p'kumlo p'kdi, is mashlim for teven, which we says k'mlo p'para. However, ain teven mashlim asavim. So that's the idea, that the mochamur shear can be combined with a mochal shear to mashlim that kal shear, but not the other way around. Okay? So what's now we ask a question. We find that when it comes to different fabrics, there's different shirim for different ways of that it can that it can pass on tuma. Oh, sorry, become tamim. Let me correct that. We're not talking about become settled tuma at all here. We're talking about what's called tumat mish uh, tumat midras, okay, or tumat mishkav. So what what that is 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 if if you've got a fabric that's large enough for to lie on or or, or sit on and things like that, then that would um, then if a zav sits on it, it itself would become a tuma an other tuma. Now, what the Mishnah lists is a beged, a sak, a sak, a or, a or, a mefet, mitzarfim, zeh, zeh. So, sak, or, and mefet, so sak is sackcloth, beged is fabric, so I can beg of our sak that was, sak of or, and or is leather, um, and mefet is um, like a matting. All these materials that have different shurim. For example, we said when it comes to, for Tumat Midras, I'll just look at Reb Chaim here, when it comes to, um, for uh, beged, it's three by three, tfachim. When it comes to suck, it's four by four. But for leather, it's five by five. For matting, it's six by six. And there we say they can mitzarif with one another. So if you made, for example, a four by four mat made of suck and and uh, some normal beggar, normal cloth, then they can mitzarif, despite the fact that they don't have the same shear. Okay. Now, Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Shimon Omer says, why is that the case? This is all part of that Mishnah in Masech Tamila. He says, Mibnei Shemru in Moshav. And the reason is, is because if something's fit for sitting on, the shear for all these things are the same. That's to put on like a pack saddle. I think it's a tefah to tefah, which is, again, in, in modern, the way I understand it in modern terms, it's like a bike seat, right? Bike seat's about that size, right? And therefore, that's their, since they, since they have the same shear for Tumat Moshav as a seating, therefore, since, therefore, they can be started for Mishkav as well. Okay, that's the reason why they're mitzarev, despite the fact that their shirim is not shaber. One aspect, since it's um, in the same domain, the same halacha in terms of the function of these fabrics and materials, they have the same shirim for moshav. That's why they can mitzarev. Now, however, we said 
Rebbe Yirmi Abayi, Nicha Yitzarfu Lemoshav, Shechen Shavu, Shubish Lemish, Shechen Shavu Shurim, Lemoshav Tefach. He says, I can understand why the different Shurim when it comes to Mish, for, for Mishka, to Midras, they can Mitzdarif, because of the, because there's a common Shur that they share when it comes to Tumat Moshav. However, Bod Sa'a Minayim, when I, you probably got the word Hesek here, the Bod Sa'a, but how, but in our case, What's the same shear for these different foods? You can say that a kalmut is mitzarf with a cham, uh, sorry, that a chamur can mitzarf, can mashlim a kal. What's the common shear? Okay, you can't bring a proof from the t- case of Tumantara because there is a common shear somewhere by Moshe. But Hotza'ah, where's a common shear? So we say, the Gemara says, Amr Ezra, Kumei Ravmana. He says, Shechen Shavu Behesek. That is because when it comes to Burning, they have the same shear. What does that mean? Reb Chaim says, meaning if I'm taking something out to burn, um, then the shear for that is kedila vashel beitzakala. Okay, that's to uh, as much fuel as I need to cook a egg. Okay, um, now so therefore, since despite the fact when it comes to the the tevan and the atza, when you the stum status when you're taking it out, we said is for they have got different shearim. Since if you're taking it out to fuel something, it has the same shear. Ah, there's our location. That's our lach where they have the same shear. So the Gemara says, doesn't like that. Meaning we're dealing with a concept of simply stam And you're bringing me the case of hesek. Now, what's the catch with that? When it comes to a fabric, that's fit for that purpose of both moshav and mishka. Meaning the stump status of it is that. However, when it comes to Asavim, the stump status is not the stump usage of that is love the Hesek. So therefore, keeping the stump is therefore since because it's stump usage is not for for carrying out is not the same, meaning the stump usage is to feed an animal. Therefore, so here the difference. The difference is when it came to the fabrics, you can say that yes, since it's a common shear in one aspect, it's a, it, we can misstarf it, even if the shear is not the same in the other. Meaning, Moshav, since it's common, common it, it's, it's, uh, we can misstarf even in the case of Mishka. Because, you know, because that's a stum usage for fabrics, both it can be seating on or lying on, it's all the same. However, you can't say since it's common, for if I want to use it for burning, therefore it's it's common for tsar because that doesn't work because the stum usage for these things isn't for burning. So therefore we have this we sort of replay the same suggestion in Kasha um, again. The guess what the Gemara does? Amar Abelazar Rabbi Yochamir Yosef Shechen Shavu Behesek. So Amar Lenidi Ba'otzah Change Koskatan the Beitz Akala. In other words, okay. You say the common shear is for Hesek, so therefore simply say that they can they they commit star if you can take out for Hesek. But again, since that's not the stam usage, how can you say that they can be that they commit star for stam hotza? Meaning, if I want to feed my cow or I want to feed my uh, animal, they commit star. Okay. So Amara Chania Kupta Mashlim Pistata. However, sorry, Kupta. Sorry, Amara Chania Kupta Mashlim Pistata. La Pista and Pista La Mashlim Kupta. Which is a way of remembering that asavim mashlim leteven and teven mashlim leasavim. So let me just explain that. What that means is generally in a meal, what happens is you have more bread and less meat. Okay, so the kupta, the smaller thing, is mashlim the bigger thing, but not the other way around. Okay, but the pista doesn't cut the mashlim the kupa. So therefore, therefore, that's like a, a a way of remembering that the asavim, which has a smaller shear, is mashlim the teven for that shear, 
according to the shita that says that a machmir can mashlim the kal. So Tani Rabbi Oshaya, Hotzi Teben Lepara, Kamolo Pipara, Para, Kamolo Pipara. Okay, meaning, now when it comes to Teben, what do we say? The shear of Teben was Kamolo Pipara. Okay, but what happens if, um, that, that, so, you know, that, that's the statement of the Mishnah. Okay, so that's what happens if, however, um, that you did differently, meaning you Hotzi Teben, Straw Legdi. So, Yes, the stam usage for a para is kamalopi para. Okay, sorry for, for tevin is kamalopi para. But what if you expressly were taking this straw to feed your little your your young goat, the, the kid? Then we say it's kamalopi pigdi chayav. Even even though it's smaller kamalopi para, it's a smaller shear. Since you're doing it for that purpose, you're chayav even for this smaller shear. Okay, so therefore I can my intentions make the shear more machmir for me. Okay. However, Rabila says, Amar So therefore we find if someone's taking food then for a chole, for someone who is unwell, who cannot eat very much, he would also be the shear even if it's lesser for the shear of that chole. In other words, that's la matzania, if you like. That's the idea. If you're taking it for that express purpose, you can even be a more machmir or smaller shear. However, now it has Modri let's change the word Tevin to Asabim. Asabim Lapara. Kumulo pigdi shu patur. Why? The Lord Tisfer Kamadi Lachuma Luchayev. Now it should be patur here. I'll read you a real chaim. Meaning Shimot si asavim. Now asavim are, we said that's grass. Now grass normally is for Mulo pigdi. Meaning Shir Kumulo pigdi. Shafilot si la para, you'd be nami, change the word, he said patur, you'd be chayev. Meaning Shalotema, don't say Rav Chaim says. Don't say that when it came to a tevan, that was a shear of para. And if you take it for a gdi with machmir to say, okay, will you now say kamal pigdi? Don't say therefore kamal kendi itle lakula also goes the other way around as well. Now the shear of asavim is kamal pigdi. That if I'm taking express for the purpose of a para, who needs more? Then maybe I shouldn't be chayav until I take enough for the shear of a para. That's not the case. Meaning, if I'm now being matznia for something of a smaller amount, yes, we say lechumra. But if I'm being matznia for something as a larger shear, no, we don't say it goes lekula. We say it stays with those that listing of the, the shear mana mishnah. So again, if it's asavim, even if I'm matznia, if I'm taking it out, or, well, I've stored it really, but but I'm now taking it for the purpose of the para. It doesn't have to be Kamolo Pipara. It only has to be, as we said, Kamolo Pikdi, like the Stam Shir is, because that's, we don't say that my changing intention is going to make it Kula. Okay, let's continue. Rabun Barachia Baya Hagabat Mashaimet Now, this is a, not exactly 100% sure how to read this piece, but I'll, I'll, you'll see why. So Reb Chaim says here, it's not like the name So the Reb Chaim says this is going on the last year because Reb Yehuda said it says We said when it comes to Adashim, since the the scroll, the, the the peels or the bits around the Adashim are cooked with it, then you count that in the shear of Grogeret. So Reb Chaim says here um, as follows. He says back in the Gemara. Meaning as follows: the clip meaning Meaning the food itself is not a grogeret. And the clipot were a grogeret. Shah clipot Now the clipot meaning the shells of this Adashima more than it. 
Me neighbor, do we say that clipping meets tarp with the tafshil? Do we still say in that situation that the clipping, these shells, are meets tarp to this tafshil to make you chayiv on the shear? And it's saying that clipa adashim kai, we're talking about the shells of that adashim, that tenina matnitin, it says the mission shim is tarp from the ochel as we said, that was according to Rebbe uh, Shihuda. Okay. Now the Gemara says, vogogogeret, here, grogeret, mevatel, grogogeret. So, or meaning to me, ain grogeret clipping mevatel letavshil shuhu bechol migrogeret. And it's in other words, it sounds like that it would seem to be one mevatel the other. So this seems to be a kasha. Meaning, yes, you've said in the Mishnah that maybe that the the adashim can mashlim, but what it it sounds to be, but if it's if it's berov. The Adashim, then it seems to be a and therefore you're mostly shells and not the other way around. That's what it sounds to be. Um, uh, it says, Inami says differently, He's asking more rhetorically that even if you've got a Grogerd of each, can you say that the, it's almost like the other way around? Do you think that the clipping can be the Grogerd Ochel of food? So, yeah, there's ways to read this, this piece. And again, not 100% clear. But let's continue. Zeir Bar Chanina B'Shem Rab Chanina says, "Hada da'at Amar ba'adumot." What type of shells are we talking about that are mitzdarf la'ochel? That's the red ones, meaning that they are still uh, fresh, if you like. However, um, they're the mitbashelim ochel. It says, "Aval shchurot." When it comes to black ones, porshotin. What does porshot mean? They're not usually eaten alongside it. Because visibly, these black sort of shells that start separating from the lentils as you cook them, they end up looking like someone's flies in their in their food. And therefore, since someone wouldn't eat it with it, then again, even Ruby Hood would say they're not mitzvah. Okay, with that we say, Hadranalach Perakla Gadol, Hadranalach Perakla Gadol, Hadranalach Perakla Gadol. Let's begin the next Mishnah. How much wine is it someone to be high for carrying? That could be mezigat kos. Now, kos we know is a revit. Okay, um, and what's meziga cost? Now the thing is, when you had yain chai, they would dilute it, meaning fresh wine. It used to be uh, particularly sharp, and they dilute it one to three parts. So therefore, we're talking about a quarter of a revit, so a sixteenth of a log. <clears throat> now I'm not sure I shared you through this before. I remember hearing Rabbi Bernstein share one time in terms of how to remember um, the shear, what exactly a revit is, and um, so I'm, I'm not sure if it's these how this uh, story exactly played out whether it was uh but anyway so the two shear one is which is uh is 86 mil and the other one's 150 mil uh that's for chazanish so the proof of why it's 86 is look at the look at the gematria of kos what's gematria of kos it's 86 so it was either it was presented to chazanish or something along these lines or or the counter proof who says oh if that's the case i can prove to you it's 150 mil why What's a gematria of kos hagun? So kos hagun, if you calculate is 150, so let's get 150. Okay, let's continue. That's how, that's how, that's how I remember the two shear of it, what, what exactly reveals is. Let's continue. Chalav kedei gmiya. So if you're talking about milk, it's enough to ligmoes to swallow a gulp, which is less than a uh, reveal. Some understand it through mulologma, which is a cheekful. That's where Abhaim explains it, which uh, some say even less than that. Okay. Devash, um, when it comes to honey, kedei li ten alakatit. Which is like on a, a like a sore, a precious sore or something like that. that and that, that's a matter of honey. And and according to the Korbaneda, that's Makesha Begabe Sus Begamalim. I guess gets under the saddle that was on the back of the horses and camels. Now what's interesting here is Devash is actually food. And if you should look at Gogeret, 
However, since this was also used with refuah, meaning it's stump status, its general usage was also used with refuah, we go by the more machmir shear, as opposed to like edge case use. Okay, let's continue. Shemen, when it comes to oil, kedela such ever katan. So what's this? It's enough to rub on a small limb. What's an ever katan? Ever katan is uh, broad, is like the small toe of a, of a young child. That's one parish there. Maim, how much of maim? That's kedela shofeta kilorit. So kilorit, this is, uh, we discussed this previously. This kilor is, Reb Chaim says, is kilor shunun alayayin, al ha'ayin l'rufuah. It was something that they put on their, someone's eye. V'shot samayin kedela l'shap shep ulem l'hamchot et ha'kilor agabayim. That was a way of sort of rubbing in this uh, kilor on the eye. Enough water that need that. Okay, v'shar kwa l'mashim comes in a liquids, that's going to be revit, as we said. Any other drinks, revit. Kol ha'shofchim, meaning any waste water, that would also be revealed because I needed to mix into cement and things like that. So therefore, people would still store away waste water. Okay, Rav Shimon Omer, Kol Kulam Revit, all liquids we've mentioned, is all revealed. Meaning, Lord Emrukish Kol Hashrim which is very interesting because we've been saying till now that all this shirim are just, a, that's a stam shir. Okay, if someone's matzniert for another purpose, meaning he stores it away for another purpose, it's, it's important to him, then it even goes smaller than that. However, what, what Rav Shimon says, no, you've got it wrong. That when it comes to these mashkim, the stam shir is revered. What are these shir, other shirim that are brought? These are lamatsnia, someone who stores it away. Because then, even if someone's matsnia, if it's less than that shir, it's still not considered a hush of shir that if someone carries it out, they'll be chayv. Um, fine. Okay, that's the, that's the Mishnah. And Amit Hashem, we will pick up from the Gemara uh, tomorrow. All right, call to have a good day, everyone.